0: Inventory Control Processes for Sales Associates Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome to this edition of Dive from C-Store Center. Understanding inventory control processes is crucial for ensuring that our convenience store operates efficiently and meets the demands of our valued customers. Inventory control is like the heartbeat of a convenience store. When it's well managed, everything runs smoothly. When it's not, problems can quickly arise. And this episode will explore the critical aspects of inventory control processes and how they impact our daily operations. Part 1. The Inventory Replenishment Process Picture this, you walk into the store and the shelves are fully stocked with all the products your customers love. That's the goal of the inventory replenishment process. But how does it work? 1. Assessing current inventory, we start by understanding what's currently in stock. Regular stock checks are vital here. Let's explore the first step of the inventory replenishment process, assessing current inventory. This step is like taking a snapshot of what we have in the store, and it's essential for maintaining the right balance of products. Imagine a typical day at our convenience store. The shelves contain various products, from snacks and beverages to household essentials. Our customers rely on us to have these items readily available whenever they walk in. Now, consider what would happen if we didn't regularly check our inventory. We might unknowingly run low on some products, leaving empty spaces on our shelves. That's a problem because it can be frustrating when customers can't find what they need. They might even choose to shop elsewhere in the future. On the flip side, overstocking certain items ties up our capital in products that aren't selling as quickly as we'd like. That's money that could be used elsewhere in the store. To prevent these scenarios, we conduct regular stock checks. These checks involve physically counting the quantity of each product on our shelves and storage areas. For instance, let's say we're checking our snack aisle. We start by counting the number of bags of chips, checking expiration dates to ensure freshness, and ensuring the product displays are neat and inviting. This process allows us to identify discrepancies between our recorded inventory and what's on the shelves. These stock checks aren't just about numbers. They also help us maintain the quality and presentation of our products. If we notice any damaged items or spills, we can address them promptly to ensure our store always looks its best. So, assessing our current inventory isn't just about numbers. It's about providing an excellent shopping experience for our customers and keeping our store running smoothly. This is the first vital step in the inventory replenishment process and sets the stage for everything that follows. 2. Forecasting demand. We use historical sales data and market trends to predict how much of a product will sell. Now that we've discussed the importance of assessing our current inventory, let's dive into the next phase of the inventory replenishment process, forecasting demand. Imagine a scenario where we have a product, let's say a popular brand of bottled water, on our shelves. We want to ensure we always have enough in stock to meet customer demand without overstocking and tying up our cash. This is where forecasting comes into play. We rely on historical sales data and market trends to predict how much of a product we will sell in the coming days or weeks. Let's take a closer look at why this is crucial. Consider the bottled water example. Records show that demand for bottled water typically increases during the summer months due to higher temperatures. Customers are more likely to grab a cold bottle when it's hot outside. If we don't consider this and stock the exact quantity year-round, we might run out of stock when demand is at its peak, frustrating our customers. On the other hand, if we overstock and buy excessive amounts of bottled water during the cooler months when demand is lower, we're tying up valuable shelf space and capital that could be better utilized for other products. So, how do we forecast demand effectively? It starts with analyzing our sales data, looking for patterns and trends. For example, if we notice that the sales of a particular type of coffee increase during the morning rush hour, we can plan to have more of it in stock during those times. Market trends also play a significant role. A new health drink is gaining popularity in the wellness community. We can decide whether to introduce this product into our inventory by staying informed about such trends. Forecasting demand is like trying to predict the future to some extent. It allows us to strike that perfect balance between keeping our customers satisfied by having what they want when they want it and managing our resources efficiently. This is a crucial step in inventory replenishment, helping us avoid stockouts and overstock situations. 3. Reorder points. This is the inventory level at which we place an order to replenish stock. It ensures we never run out of a product. Now, let's delve into another critical aspect of the inventory replenishment process, reorder points. Imagine we have a popular brand of snacks that our customers love. These snacks fly off the shelves, and we never want to disappoint our customers by running out of them. This is where the concept of reorder points becomes indispensable. The reorder point is the specific inventory level at which we decide to place an order to replenish our stock. It's like having an early warning system that tells us, hey, it's time to restock this item. Let's consider an example to illustrate this. Imagine we have a best-selling brand of potato chips. We know from our sales data that, on average, we sell about 50 bags of these chips daily. We don't want to wait until we're out of stock to reorder, as it takes some time for the supplier to deliver new stock. So, we set a reorder point. When we have only 20 bags of these chips left in our inventory, it's time to place a reorder. This gives us a safety cushion. We're not waiting until we're down to the last bag, risking running out and disappointing our customers. Instead, we're proactive in ensuring we always have the product available. Reorder points are not arbitrary numbers. They're based on careful analysis of sales data and consideration of factors like delivery times from suppliers. By setting the right reorder points for each product, we balance having enough inventory to meet customer demand and avoiding excess stock that ties up our resources. Think of it as a traffic signal. When the inventory level hits the reorder point, the light turns from green to yellow, signaling us to take action. This way, we can ensure that we never run out of products our customers love, all while maintaining efficient inventory management. For safety stock, this extra inventory acts as a buffer in case sales exceed our forecasts. Or there are unexpected delays in restocking. Now let's move on to the concept of safety stock which is like a safety net for inventory management. Imagine this scenario it's a beautiful summer weekend and our convenience store is bustling with customers. Based on historical data we've forecasted to sell 100 bottles of a popular iced tea over the weekend. However what we didn't anticipate was that there'd be a local event happening nearby drawing in more customers than usual. As the weekend progresses, it becomes clear that our sales are soaring. Customers are grabbing those iced teas left and right to beat the heat. Suddenly, we are running low on iced tea inventory, and we still have half the weekend ahead. What do we do? This is where safety stock comes into play. Safety stock is that extra inventory we keep on hand, just in case unexpected situations like the one above occur. It acts as a buffer to safeguard against unforeseen spikes in customer demand or supplier restocking delays. In our iced tea scenario, if we had maintained some safety stock, we could seamlessly meet the increased demand without disappointing customers. We'd have that extra buffer to bridge the gap until our next regular order arrives. Setting the right safety stock level involves considering factors like the variability in demand, supplier lead times, and how critical the product is to our store. It's not about stockpiling excess inventory, but ensuring we can consistently provide our customers with the products they need, even during unexpected situations. Think of safety stock as your emergency stash, like having an umbrella in your bag on a cloudy day. It might not rain every day, but when it does unexpectedly, you're prepared. Similarly, safety stock helps us weather the storms of fluctuating customer demand and supply uncertainties without missing a beat. Part two, inventory control methods. There are several methods to control inventory, but one of the most widely used is the ABC analysis. It helps us prioritize our products based on their importance to the business. Category A, these are high value items, often a small percentage of our inventory, but they contribute significantly to our revenue. These need close monitoring. Let's delve into a practical inventory control method, ABC analysis. This technique involves categorizing our products based on their importance to our store's operations and profitability. In ABC analysis, products are divided into three main categories. A, B and C. Let's start by looking at category items. Categoria items are like the gems in our inventory. They are typically high value products that contribute significantly to our revenue, even though they comprise only a tiny percentage of our overall inventory. These items are the ones that we want to keep a very close eye on. Imagine, for instance, that we sell high-end specialty coffee beans in our convenience store. These beans are expensive and highly sought after by our customers. Even though we might have just a few varieties of these coffee beans, they bring in a substantial portion of our sales revenue. Now, consider a situation where we run out of one of these specialty coffee bean varieties for a few days. Our loyal coffee connoisseur customers might be disappointed, and some may even go elsewhere to satisfy their coffee cravings. This can result in lost sales and dent our reputation as a go-to-coffee destination. This is where Categoria comes into play. By identifying these high-value, high-impact products and categorizing them as Categoria items, we pay special attention to them in our inventory management. We monitor their stock levels closely, set appropriate reorder points, and safety stock levels and implement efficient replenishment processes to prevent stockouts. The key takeaway is that category items are like the crown jewels of our inventory. They might be few in number, but their impact on our store's success is substantial. Keeping them in stock and readily available to our customers is crucial for revenue and customer satisfaction. So, as you manage our inventory, remember the significance of category items. They are valuable assets that require meticulous attention to ensure our store continues to thrive. Category B, these are mid-range items. They are important but not as critical as Category A. Let's move on to Category B items in our ABC analysis. These are the mid-range products in our inventory. While they are essential to our store's operations, they are not as critical as Category A items. Think of Category B items as the reliable workhorses of our inventory. They are the products that customers frequently purchase, and they contribute significantly to our overall sales and profitability. However, unlike Category A items, the absence of Category B items for a short period won't severely impact our store. Let's consider an example to illustrate this. Imagine we sell a variety of snack foods, including different brands and flavors of chips. While these chips are not our highest revenue generators like the specialty coffee beans from Category A, they are still quite significant. Many customers pick up a bag of chips and other purchases while visiting our store. Suppose there's a brief interruption in the supply chain, causing a temporary shortage of one of the chip brands. While some customers might miss their favorite chips, they will unlikely take their entire shopping list elsewhere just for a bag of chips. They may choose an alternative brand or flavor or forego chips for that visit. Category B items like chips are vital in this scenario, but their absence doesn't lead to significant revenue losses or customer dissatisfaction. We certainly don't want stockouts of these items, but we have more flexibility in managing them than category A items. For category B items, our inventory control methods involve regularly monitoring stock levels, setting appropriate reorder points, and ensuring we maintain a reasonable level of safety stock to handle fluctuations in demand. The goal is to balance keeping these items in stock and optimizing our inventory turnover. In summary, Category B items are the dependable products that contribute steadily to our revenue. While they are essential, they offer more flexibility in inventory management compared to Category A items. We aim to maintain their availability to customers without overstocking or understocking them. Category C, these are lower value items, usually the bulk of our inventory. While each item doesn't contribute as much individually, collectively, they are significant. Now, let's delve into Category C items in our ABC analysis. These are the lower value items, often making up the bulk of our inventory. While each item doesn't contribute as much individually to our revenue, they become significant when you consider them collectively. Think of Category C items as the backbone of our store's offerings. These are the everyday products that customers expect to find when they walk into our store. They might include everyday toiletries, cleaning supplies, or essential grocery items like milk and bread. Let's consider an example to highlight the importance of Category C items. Imagine a customer walks into our store looking for a simple household item, like a roll of paper towels. Paper towels might not be the most glamorous or high-ticket item in our inventory, but they are essential for many customers. They might leave the store unsatisfied if they can't find what they need. If we consistently run out of category C items, it can lead to customer frustration and impact their overall shopping experience. Even though these items have lower individual value than categories A and B, their collective importance should not be underestimated. After all, customers often come to our store for the convenience of finding these everyday essentials. Managing Category C items effectively involves paying close attention to their stock levels and ensuring that we maintain an appropriate level of safety stock to prevent stockouts. While we might not need the same level of scrutiny for these items as we do for Categories A and B, it's crucial to strike a balance between keeping them in stock and managing our inventory efficiently. In summary, Category C items may not be the highest revenue generators individually, but collectively they are vital to our store's success. They represent the everyday essentials that our customers rely on, and we aim to provide them with consistent availability to enhance their shopping experience. Part 3 Reorder Points and Safety Stock Calculation Now let's get practical. We'll calculate reorder points and safety stock for a few products to see how it's done. Imagine you're in charge of snacks. You know that, on average, you sell 20 bags of chips daily, and it takes 4 days to restock when you place an order. You'd calculate your reorder point like this. Reorder point equals plus safety stock. Reorder point equals plus safety stock. Safety stock is an additional amount to cover unexpected variations in demand or lead time. You can keep safety stock equivalent to two days of sales. Your reorder point would be plus equals 120 bags of chips. So you should reorder when you have 120 bags of chips left in your inventory. Most C stores use buildtis, but that's another topic. We'll practice similar calculations for other products during our hands-on session. Card 4, Group Activity, ABC Analysis Now, let's work on a group activity. You'll analyze and classify a set of products using ABC Analysis. This will help you understand how we prioritize items based on their importance to our store's success. It's time to roll up our sleeves and put your newly acquired knowledge of ABC Analysis into action. In this group activity, you'll analyze and classify products based on their importance to your store's success. Imagine your convenience store offering products ranging from snacks and beverages to household items. Each of you will create a list of products with their respective sales data and values over a specific period. Ask your manager for help. Your task is to categorize these products into three groups, Category A, B, and C, as discussed earlier. Remember, category A includes high value, high revenue items, category B includes mid range items, and category C includes lower value, everyday essentials. Now, let me share a quick anecdote to emphasize the importance of this exercise. Imagine your store has recently run into some inventory management issues and has been experiencing stockouts of several items. These shortages have frustrated your customers, affecting their overall satisfaction. Your analysis showed that some items causing the most significant customer dissatisfaction fell into Category C while they might not have the highest individual value. Their collective importance to our customers became apparent. By classifying these items accurately through ABC analysis, we can allocate our resources more effectively. It helps us prioritize reordering, managing safety stock, and maintaining consistent availability of essential products. Go back to your store and start working on your assigned product lists. Remember to consider each product's value and contribution to our store's success. Afterward, discuss our findings and insights with your store manager. This activity will give you hands-on experience in applying ABC analysis and demonstrate how it plays a crucial role in our inventory management strategy. Conclusion In conclusion, inventory control processes are the backbone of our store operations. When we manage our inventory effectively, we keep our customers satisfied, maintain profitability, and operate efficiently. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. 1. How can a well-managed inventory control process impact customer satisfaction? 2. Can you imagine a real-life scenario where effective inventory control could have prevented issues like overstocking or running out of products? 3. How can the ABC analysis help us make informed decisions about our inventory? Remember, as convenience store sales associates, you play a vital role in maintaining our inventory. Your knowledge and skills in inventory control are critical to our store's success. Thank you for tuning into another insightful episode of Dive from C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode. Dive from Sea Store Center is a Sink or Swim production.